What is going on, everyone? Happy, happy Monday to ya. And if you happen to be catching this on a different day, whatever the day may be, I hope it's gonna be a good one for ya. This is the Marketing and Mindset Mondays audio newsletter. This is the audio version of an email newsletter that you can get in your inbox every single Monday morning by going to evanshank.com and just dropping your email. It's totally free, but welcome to the audio version. Today, let's jump straight into it. On the marketing section, I'm gonna introduce a rule to you. It's called the 95-5 rule. And this is really about thinking about what you're currently doing with your marketing, what you're trying to have accomplished today as far as the results of your marketing, which obviously we're talking sales, and how many sales we can make today versus tomorrow versus next week versus next year, the whole thing. Are we today focused or are we future focused with our marketing? And the question is like, which, which is more important to focus on? Like the right now or the stuff coming up in the future? And it's hard to say specifically, but there is something that you can consider. And it's this rule that's called the 95 five rule. And this helps us keep focus on the most profitable goalpost. And really what this rule states is that out of all the potential customers out there in the world that you may be able to sell to at some point, potentially only 5% of that buyer pool may be ready to buy today. The other 95%, eh, well, maybe not so much. And we, and we know this to be true. I mean, it's pretty obvious because if we think about ourselves as a buyer of something, I can't tell you how many times I've seen an Instagram ad for like dudes athletic shorts. Like that's a real example. I keep seeing like different like athletic shorts ads on my Instagram feed all the time. And have I bought from any of them? No. Will I? Well, maybe at least one of them at some point. But the fact is, I'm not ready to buy from them yet. And I, I couldn't tell you exactly my reasoning, but what I know is I'm not pulling out my credit card and buying from them right now, yet they're still marketing to me. And so this is kind of the interesting thing. And I'm gonna use the example of, like you're not gonna go out and just buy a Rolex watch because you saw a Facebook ad for a Rolex watch. What you're gonna do is you're gonna buy a Rolex because you've continued to see iconic figures wearing them in the public eye, of the media. You are gonna walk past the shiny displays over and over again every time you're at the mall, seeing these in this nice watch case right there and just showing how magnificent and intricate they really are. And you're gonna buy it because you also stumble across a YouTube video about how this, what seems to be a vanity purchase, is actually a decent investment vehicle as well. And there's a whole collector's uh, element to it, depending on which Rolex you have. and it becomes kind of this thing that really, it's not because of one singular piece of marketing collateral or material. Uh, that, that's not gonna determine whether you buy or don't buy the Rolex. It's gonna be time. It's gonna be multiple exposures to the brand before you finally buy the Rolex. And Rolex knows that 95% of their target audience, their future customers, are not today's customers. They're not ready to buy today. And depending on the industry, the ratio may be different. Maybe it's not 95-5, maybe it's 80-20. It could be a little bit different depending on the industry you're in, the target audience that you're after, 
and a lot of different factors really. But no matter the price point of what you're marketing, the same principle still applies to some degree. I mean, <laughs> and tr the reality is even these days, people are sometimes reluctant to give up their something as simple as their email address in exchange for something unless what you're offering is compelling enough. And so here's my practical tip for you on this Monday is make sure that you're allocating a portion of your marketing budget and your marketing efforts to aim at the future buyers. Understand that not everybody's ready today. They might not even be ready tomorrow or next week, but in a couple months, maybe they will be. So if we don't market to them now, then we've lost the chance to start building some sort of um, understanding and awareness of what we're offering to them early on. You know, we live in a I want it now type of world thanks to technology and free two-day shipping. Thanks, Amazon. Um, you know, and so that's what we are kind of competing with all the time and in our own minds as professionals we still have that I want it now mentality. We want to see results from our marketing immediately. We want to try to target the people that are ready to buy now, but you could be sacrificing what could happen in the future if you're not strategic enough about it. If you want to make more sales, consider the people that aren't ready to buy today and help bring them further down the funnel. Start getting it out in front of them. And like I said, your industry may have a different percentage split, but nonetheless, the, the point is having patience and developing a long-term strategy are just wise things to have in place. Today's cash flow is important, but you better be investing towards tomorrow's cash flow too. All right, on to the mindset section of today's m and I'm titling this Control Issues. And I'm going to, for the most part, I have the email out in front of me right now. And I'm going to kind of almost just read to you what I've written um, on this section today. And, the, and here's how it goes. Uncertainty. It's all around us. Every event, every moment, every action. It's going to guide you either toward prosperity or peril. And then in which of these things, all of these matters can be sorted into one of two buckets. The things that we can control and the things in which we cannot control. You think back to a long time ago, thousands of years ago, the hope was simply just to survive into, or maybe if we're lucky, beyond our 30s. In our third decade of life, you're considered old way back then because the mortality rate was so high. Disease was so common. There's people getting eaten by predators. You know, there's just so many things that made it really hard for us to live a long life. And so back then, the hope was that you would just hopefully survive into your 30s. And today, the hope has now changed into things like wanting to become a millionaire or gain thousands or tens of thousands of followers on TikTok, for instance. Back then, you couldn't control whether a pack of wolves were going to invade your camp. Just like today, we can't control the lottery or the social media algorithms. But what you could do was not camp where the predators usually hunt. Or, instead of playing the lottery, you actively provide value to people in exchange for money or a follow. So, the thing that I'm kind of starting to refer to and dancing around is the conversation around luck. This whole word of luck. And I don't really want to unpack whether I believe in it or don't believe in it 
I think it's, I have mixed feelings on it, honestly. And I guess it's all about how you define luck, what you mean when you say the word luck. But, you know, I think a lot of people, there's an issue where we are not paying attention as much to what we can control. I'm starting to go off my script here a little bit, but that's really what it comes down to. We almost live this like victim mentality that the bad things that are happening us happening to us, the misfortunes, the bad luck scenarios, it's the world's fault. It's somebody else's fault. There's no sense of you're not taking it upon yourself to see how you could have done better in a particular situation. And that's really the thing is this is the control issue is that we focus on the things we cannot control and then the things that we could have controlled, we blame somebody else or something else when things go wrong. It's kind of, it's a weird conundrum. It's it's a human complex thing that I think you and I both see happening a lot uh, in the world around us. And if we're really honest, it happens with us internally. You know, I made a promise to myself several years ago that I would cut out any internal dialogues regarding luck and reframe those thoughts into what can I do to increase my chances of a good outcome in this particular situation? And the fact is, the answer to that question plenty often is nothing. Maybe there is nothing I could have done to increase the chances of a good outcome. For instance, I can't control what the other person's choices are or the mood that they're in, the actions they take. I can't control the rainstorm that's overhead. I can't control my favorite NFL receiver fumbling the ball. You know, these are all things I can't control. And in this, most importantly, the thing that I also try to tell myself is I will reposition all of that unproductive attention and instead look inward for the opportunity and how I can grow in that moment. Going back to some of those examples, I might not be able to control the other person's decisions or choices but I can control how I react to the person if they're angry or coming at me about whatever. Or like we we're talking about the rainstorm, I might not be able to control the fact that it's raining. I can't control the weather patterns, but I can keep myself dry by having an umbrella in my car so that I'm not so frustrated and soaking wet next time I have to run from my car in the parking lot into the store. And lastly, with the NFL example, you know, I can't control whether the dude's going to fumble the ball or not, but maybe you just lighten it up and I can laugh at how silly it must feel for that dude in that moment to fumble the ball on national television. <laughs> you know, and so this is just, it's a conversation of just reframing your outlook and your thoughts on certain things. We need to surrender, or let me state it this way, you need to surrender your pontification of thoughts on which you cannot control. Stop, like give up this whole stewing on stuff that you can't control. It's just not going to help you. It's just not. And for us solopreneurs, we've got all sorts of things that we're responsible for and all sorts of things going on in a given moment. And that load never lightens. And those that the one of the huge things that determines those who make it out on the other side and actually reach the top of the mountain of their like personal pursuit and you know get to their dreams 
it's the people that were able to recognize the difference between what they can control and what they can't and focusing on what they can control and pay all their energy and discipline towards that. Luck may exist, perhaps, but your chances to get lucky increase the moment you consciously decide to manipulate your future outcome via the vehicle of choice and the maturity to spot what is yours to steer and what isn't. I know that sounds a little bit fancy or it's a, maybe not fancy, but a little long-winded on some of that, but it really comes down to stop chasing luck. Stop wishing for luck. Stop praying for luck. Go make luck happen for yourself or completely cut out the idea of needing luck in general and recognize everything falls into one of two buckets. And it's a control issue. Is it yours to control? Is it yours that you can that you can work with, that you can manipulate and adjust? Or is it something that's completely out of your hands? Spend less time, or no time in fact, on the things that are completely out of your control and focus on what you can control. And this is another massive key towards unlocking the door that's keeping you from where you are today and the person that you have always dreamed of becoming. All right, and with that, that is this week's Marketing and Mindset Monday, talking on the 95-5 rule. Yeah, there we go. And then we also talked about control issues. I think these are really important things. I'm loving doing this newsletter. I'm loving making this audio version, getting a lot of great feedback. I really appreciate you being here, listening. I hope you're finding value in this. Sign up for the email version if you haven't already at evanshank.com. And if you're listening to this and you did enjoy it, go ahead and leave it uh, a good rating. Give it a five-star rating, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're streaming this. It helps this whole project out a whole lot, and it serves it out to more people so that we can all grow together. Until next time, have a great week. Peace.